Hi, and welcome to Cheers to You. My name is Brooke Voris, and I am CEO and founder of Brooke Voris Weddings. We are wedding planners and consultants, and sometimes we even take on the role of an unlicensed therapist when needed. This show is going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at what really goes on in a wedding planner's life. Throw in a meticulously neat husband, a handful of energetic kids, a crazy dog, and an overly close, overly opinionated family, and you have just been introduced into my world. It is a full, fabulous, fun life with big and small wins, but also a lot of bumps along the way. However good or bad, they have all brought me to this moment, and I would love to share them with you. Let's get started. Cheers to you. Hi, welcome to Cheers to You. I'm your host, Brooke Voris, and this is day three of our 30 timeline topics in 30 days. The first step is often the hardest when couples get engaged and they don't know where to begin. So their instinct is to jump on the internet and type in the Google search, where do I begin my wedding process? And you know who you are out there that absolutely did this. And I call you all the Googlers. And there's a reason for this. It's not a good thing for couples to do because what ends up happening is there are a thousand messages that pop up and then you go down the rabbit hole for about three to four hours and then quickly shut down your computer and feel like you are no better off than where you started and might even be more confused than ever. So what do you do if this is you? Look for some help and if nothing else, search the internet for a quick timeline that you can follow. When our couples come to us, the first thing we do is we hand them a very neat, very clear, bulleted timeline. The reason that we do this isn't because we think they need to follow this to the T, but instead it's to give them something that they can look at simply and understand that it doesn't have to be such an overwhelming process for them. And they actually can put some kind of organization to it. So we start with the timeline that we've provided based on what has to happen first in terms of how long it would take to book something or to order something. We keep it simple that way because if that if nothing else, it shows the couples the timeline that they have to follow to make sure that they get everything done that they need to get done. But my biggest recommendation is to start with what is most important to you. So usually when we ask that question, it's either the ceremony space or the reception venue that are the leaders. But it also is very closely followed by the music that they're picking and the pictures that they want. So in this episode, we're going to start off with where you envision your day and help you get to a very easy process for you and your significant other to go through to help you come up with some options. Some of you will wanna have your wedding ceremony at a separate location, and some of you are gonna wanna have it at the same location as your reception. Each of these bring a little bit of different challenges that we're gonna go through, but the first thing you have to do is decide which one is the most important to you so you can search there. I would like to tell you a story about a couple that I worked with a few years back. 
they really had no idea where they wanted to start. So when you start to search for places, you have to know a couple things. You have to know where you want to host your big day. And what I mean by that is it doesn't necessarily have to be the exact venue location or ceremony location, but you need to start with first and foremost, the state or states, the type of city that you want it in or suburb, and even sometimes go way back and figure out what country you want it in. Because couples really want different things. So what I like to do is I like to start with asking some questions and figuring out what it is that they know that they want for their day. So let's acknowledge first and foremost that this is what I do on a day in and day out basis. Couples that, in, that, couples that are getting engaged, they sometimes never had a look for a party space before for any kind of event, let alone the biggest event that they could possibly ever host in their life. So when they come to me and say, where do we start? We feel so lost, Brooke. That's when I start asking my questions. So the fact that BVW has planned so many events already gives us a huge advantage to knowing things about the venues without having to visit them much or research the properties too intensely because we've already done that. So, and we still do do it because things change all the time. So it's an ongoing search for us, but it's a little bit different because we're doing the research for a spreadsheet comparison. They're doing it for their celebration. So we get to do it on our own time. They get engaged and now they have to jump into this feet first, figuring it all out. So the question that I like to start with after we figure out which city, state, country, whatever that we're in, it's what do you know so far? So in this moment, if I was going to ask you what kind of wedding you wanted, how would you respond? This reminds me of a couple that I like to put in the category of opposites attract. Everything about this couple was different. Not only was it that they wanted different things, their roles were reversed in the common stereotype that brides do all the planning and grooms just sit back and do not much. By the way, that is not the case anymore. And this particular couple that I'm going to tell you about was exactly that. The groom was ultra involved and the bride was just laid back, wanted a few things and that was really it. She wasn't overly involved until it mattered to her and then she would speak up. So when I first met them, I sat them down and asked them what it was that they knew that they wanted. So he started to tell me that he wanted a very gorgeous, very fancy, over-the-top country club ballroom wedding. And when I turned to her and said, okay, and what would you like? She said, I know what I don't want. Can I tell you that? I said, sure. That's actually something that a lot of people say. They don't know what they do want, but they know what they don't want. So I said, please tell me what it is that you don't want. She went, everything that he just said, I don't want that. And I said, 
Oh boy. So this is where we began on our journey of compromise. We sat for hours and hours and broke down what specific things at weddings they each liked and what they didn't like. This way that we could go and figure out specifically the small pieces of each wedding that they both did enjoy and they both would want if they were hosting it themselves. The biggest problem that we started with was the venue. The groom was dead set on having a ballroom country club wedding. The bride knew she did not want that kind of wedding. So we needed to figure out what it was that the groom liked about that. So when we visited a minimum of, I'll say 10 different styles of venues to determine what it was that the bride liked about those venues that we toured, we were able to figure out the compromise between what the groom wanted and what the bride wanted. We started to make a list of all the details of every tour that we went on, what the bride really liked about the different locations, but then we also incorporated what it was that the groom really liked about his vision for the day. So at the end, when we sat down and we started to put everything together, we realized they really did have a lot more in common than they had realized at the beginning. And instead of this becoming an argument or like a unhappy experience, it became a fun adventure for them instead. There weren't tedious tasks of going and touring. It was, oh, what are we going to get to see next? And how are we going to turn this into our day and make it what we truly want? The day of their wedding turned out to be something they both loved and could equally enjoy. So that was exactly what we wanted to happen. Now what we do with couples is we follow the same process except fortunately couples are only given two or three options because our portfolio is so much further advanced. So we don't have to tour all these different locations and find all these unique venues. We already have them at our fingertips and if there's something that they don't like in what we show them the greatest thing is it gives us an option to go searching for new and exciting places that maybe we wouldn't even have found. So we love that after every tour that we take or every conversation we have, the couple now has to get like a fun dinner conversation. Instead of it being unhappy and un like an unpleasant experience, they're enjoying it now together and it's giving them like a great starting place where they can get excited about taking on their searches. And it's minimal. It's not that Google search where the Googlers are overwhelmed and their eyes are, you know, completely, you know, overly stimulated. Hey, podcast listeners, this is Brooke Voris. I don't know about you, but I'm a person that wears many different hats. So I am constantly looking for easier ways to get things done, especially in today's world when it isn't so easy to leave the house anymore. Brooke Voris Weddings is in the final stages of launching a virtual workshop for all of the couples that need some upfront help planning the big day. All of this is done via your computer in the comfort of your own space. This is specifically for people who do not need in-person help on their wedding day, but just need some direction in putting it all together. This is designed for the couples that have day of coordinators included at their venue already, but realized quickly other than handing them a list of preferred vendors 
they aren't able to assist much with anything else until the actual wedding day. It's also for someone who says, I really just don't have the time to look everything up, or where do I start? If any of this sounds like you, reach out to us at brookevorisweddings.com and let us know that you're a podcast subscriber by clicking on the virtual planning workshop and entering in Cheers to You. We will send you information on the workshop and its pricing. The first 20 people to register will be given 50% off the total price of the workshop. Yes, you heard me correctly. It is an incredible deal and my way to say thank you to you for being a valued listener. I am someone who loves getting free gifts with my purchases, so for those that book with us by September 30th, you will receive a bonus 30-minute call with me to ask specific questions relating to your big day. What are you waiting for? Cheers to you. Now, instead of it being a multi-week process to find a location, we typically can find them something within a week or two at the very most that they're so excited about and they get to enjoy together instead of one searching one thing and the other searching the other. And oftentimes what happens is they each pick their own place and then they start going into the next piece of things, which is, okay, what do I have to worry about with the flowers? And what do I have to worry about? No, 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 no. Just take a step back, talk about it together, review what you both like, and then go forward. And if you do have a nice little neat timeline, like something that we offer, you get to then check off something off your list and say, we don't have to be stressed out. We've got it covered. We have time to do all this now. We're actually ahead of the game. So there's no more pressure that builds up and there's no more feeling that you're behind. You're good. You're, you're where you need to be. And if something takes you a little longer, then you just catch up on the next item and, and hopefully that is done quicker for you. It's one step at a time. Get your venue search finished. Figure out if you want your ceremony at the same time and the same location, or if you want there to be a big gap between. And then move forward from there. You will be shocked at how if you take things one step at a time, you get things done so much quicker and you feel great about it. My laugh or cry moment was when we did one of our first tours and it was the ballroom tour because that was something that we knew the groom wanted. So we go to this gorgeous country club and everything that you could want in a country club wedding, you had with this venue. It was a beautiful entrance, marble floors as you entered the foyer, a grand entrance as you walked into this beautiful ballroom with just windows upon windows looking out onto a beautiful, beautiful veranda. And then the golf course in the, you know, not far behind. So I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe the bride will change her mind when she sees this. So as we entered, (laughs) the groom was in awe. He absolutely loved it and would have signed right then and there. And I turned to the bride and said, what are your thoughts? And she looked at me and went, I hate it. 
look at the carpets and look at the chairs and look at this and look at that and the wallpaper. And she proceeded to just tear this gorgeous place apart. And I look at the groom and his face was on, like his mouth was on the ground, his chin. His chin was on the ground, like in awe that she could be so hateful about such a gorgeous place. And I can laugh about it now because everything turned out okay for them. But in the moment, I felt like I wanted to cry for this groom who had everything he thought he wanted. And she knew everything she didn't. So that was my biggest laugh or cry moment about this. Because it was just such a shock to see how people truly think things differently. And how she was having no problem letting him know that. Here are my pro tips for this topic. First and foremost, do not be a Googler. You don't want to be that person stressed out and finding too many options to know where to begin. So first and foremost, stop that. Secondly, find yourself a simple timeline to follow if you can't find a wedding planner to help you or you've chosen for some reason not to. Find yourself a nice simple timeline that you are comfortable with and pick what's most important to you. Find out what about the venue you like and what about it you don't like. Talk to your fiance. Use this time to get to know each other even a little bit better because you will be shocked at how sometimes you start in different places but end up exactly where you both want to be and it's the same place. So do this for yourself. Once you get your timeline, talk to each other about what about the ceremony space do you like. Start there. That's usually easy. Then after the ceremony space, talk about what about the reception you like or you don't like. Now, mind you, I've told you in the beginning, you do have to figure out what location you want to begin in, whether you want it to be ceremony and locate and reception in the same spot or you want two different places. And if you want two different places, do you want it to be in the same state or different states? Do you want it to be close together or far apart? How will your guests arrive? Start with the big questions. And then after that, go into the more specific details. Have dinner and say to each other, what about a wedding when you look at pictures or when you look at um, you know, different ads draws you in? Forget about the overall but just start with the small things. So that way you can start to build your day and it comes together with the least amount of effort and stress that you can have. Because when you start small, the bigger things will be determined for you at the end. And you don't have to fight or get upset over feeling like you're not on the same page. You can get there. Just give yourself a little bit of time and enjoy it together. Do a lot of laughing because the crying is unnecessary. 
you need to make this the most fun experience. So when you look back and tell your children or your grandchildren about your wedding day and how you got to choose the places that you decided on, you can do it with such love and excitement all over again for yourself because you didn't have a hard time doing it. You chose to have a fun time and a loving, exciting time. This is exactly what we strive for when we sit with somebody and we ask them the initial question of what is it that they want. We want to know that when they're done this process, that it was fun for them. And when they look back, they have good times to laugh about and to remember. You don't want it to be any other way. So give yourself the peace. Start small, and in the end, you will be so happy you did. So let's recap a little bit. Something that most people don't know about me is that I struggled in school with pretty much every subject. If I didn't have an interest in it, look out. I was not learning it. And sadly, I didn't have an interest in a lot of things back at school. Geography happened to be the worst for me. So when I first started touring different locations, the biggest thing for me was people would say, well, just pull it up on a map. Well, that wasn't enough for me. I had to physically drive through locations and I had to physically have my aunt, who you will hear an awful lot about, we call her Titi, draw it out for me because she was very versed in this one particular area that I was looking at for this couple. So I had to have her make me my own map so I could follow and learn where I was and what was good and what was bad and how I would want to get them through a certain neighborhood. And I mean, it was really comical because as we were driving through one of the neighborhoods, I decided to take Waze, which is an online app that is a like traffic app. It It's a directions app. So I used this app and it took me through one of the worst neighborhoods you could imagine and the couple was following me. So at one point, the groom called me and said, where are we? I said, I don't know, but we are getting out of here quick. Just with that end to the conversation, a gentleman jumped out of a truck in front of us and proceeded to beat another gentleman up on the corner. So we very quickly did a roundabout and got out of that neighborhood. But my point to this whole thing is we've been through a lot. We've learned a lot. This couple was great. We went on an adventure together to find them a location. And after we went through so many different venues and so many different options, they were able to find a venue that spoke to both of them. And when I tell you this was the perfect wedding, and we call it a compromise, but when I use that word, I don't want you to think it's someone had to give up something else. It was just something that they both loved about the places that we toured. And we were bringing those loves together. So it wasn't that someone didn't get what they 
what they wanted. It was basically they both got the best version of what they wanted and they put it together to have this most magnificent night for their family and their friends and of course most importantly themselves here's a sneak peek on what's next on cheers to you we will be getting in to one of the major timeline topics which is booking your music for the evening and how many different types of musicians you would like to have but most importantly checking those contracts to make sure that that timing on their contract and what you think you booked are exactly the same. Hi, Brooke Voris here. If you like what you heard on the show, cheers to you, then please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, or forward it on to a friend. It would be greatly appreciated. Something on your mind? Don't forget to go to brookevorisweddings.com to submit your question so it can be discussed on the show. Thank you for listening and cheers to you.